finding balance to live a fulfilling and abundant life? Hmm. Well, let's take a journey together to be empowered for greatness. You ready? Let's talk about it. Hey, 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 this is your girl, Natasha Paris, the empowerment strategist and the transformational speaker. And I am so excited to have a guest on my show. And her name is Miss Tracy Hill. Super excited to have her on the Empower You Two podcast. And we have an amazing topic today. And this topic is really going to resonate with many individuals because the topic is how to raise emotionally intelligent black boys in the midst of a divorce. Let's talk about it, Tracy. Tell us a little bit about who you are, please, and where you're from, and how many boys you have, too, and how old are they? Okay, we got a lot. We're going to talk about all that. Okay, so I, <laughs> I love it. So I am Tracy Hill, and yes. I am the CEO and founder of a company called A Woman Up. Yes. Um, what are you a woman up to is what we always say. I'm a woman up to being here with you today. Yes. And so I uh, amplify women's voices and also people who are underrepresented to help them get into companies, compensation packages and Ooh. careers that they want to get into. Look her up, guys. Look her up. Yes. Look a me woman up. up. And we'll okay. make sure you get all your information Oh, thank you. Well. Thank yeah, you. absolutely. I have two fabulous boys. They're now 17 and 19 years old. The 19-year-old is in his second year of college. He finished his first year with a 3.8 GPA. Wow. We're talking about these boys today. And my younger son, who is 17, is at Duke Ellington School of the Arts. He's in his last year, and he's starting to, um, he he plays at different little places, and he does does both um, classical and jazz. And R&B, he does the upright bass and the electric bass. So, um, and so he is going to, we're starting to apply to conservatories for him. So I'll be an empty nester next year. Yes. Okay. So let's talk about it. So you have these boys, you're Uh amazing boys, African-American males Uh who are doing exceptionally well. Uh But how did you get there, Tracy? How Uh did you, how were you able to get these boys to become emotionally intelligent and stable mm-hmm. enough to continue to pursue the things that they really wanted to do in the midst of going through a divorce because they were like seven Ew, elementary and school nine something like that yes yeah but yeah. uh, like third and fifth grade or something like that oh, wow yeah okay so talk about that. yeah so yeah so I knew that something was not right in my marriage and so I was very uncomfortable I couldn't put my finger on it and it 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 just continued for such a long time um he would never like address what I was feeling my ex-husband so I knew that we were going to have to at least do a separation right so I had my kids go to therapy before okay and that way it kind of prepped them I love that. For that girl. I, I love that. You know, as a licensed clinician. Yes, yes, yes. Right? People are often so, especially within the African-American community, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It's like taboo mm-hmm. if your child goes to therapy. Mm-hmm. If they, you know, it's like, is something wrong with them? Or then, is mm-hmm. it really something wrong with me mm-hmm. because I had this child? <laughs> right? Because that's the mm-hmm. guilt that mm-hmm. people tend to see mm-hmm. and feel. Mm-hmm. But you took yourself out of the equation and said let me focus on these children so Mm -hmm. let's talk about that yeah so So, I mean this was in school this was in school so the therapist was in school 
and she specialized in obviously childhood therapy or whatever. Sure. And she used to do it with other kids in the school. She no longer did it. And I just asked her, can you work with my kids? Okay. And so a couple of days a week, she would meet with them after school and, wow. and talk and, you know, little videos and snacks and stuff like that or whatever. Okay. And it was great. They didn't understand why they were there. Okay. They knew that they were just there to talk about stuff, but they didn't understand that was they were being prepped for divorce. Because because they had not been talked to about no. you and dad, daddy right. and mommy being right. separated. Okay. Right. And so I, but it, it was something that was psychologically happening, but I didn't want to be like, hey, I'm contemplating seriously leaving your daddy. Okay. okay. I didn't say that. Sure. So when it happened, and it happened totally, the divorce happened in a way that I had no idea it was going to happen. Uh, the federal marshals came to our house one day and picked him up. Wow. Yes, girl. That part. Okay, so this this is kind of like sounding like a lifetime Okay, movie. I'm like, okay, uh, anybody want to make a movie? Let me know. Call me. <laughs> She has a story. Okay. Yes. So he, long story short. And I know your story. I yes. know your story. You know my story because you were my therapist. I know. And, <laughs> and let me say this. She always, you always shared this with I, people I, you that I was why? your therapist prior to becoming your friend. And let me yes. say this from a legal and morally oh, yeah. ethic. We cut the cord. We, we definitely yes. cut the cord. Yeah. And we made sure. You that were very good. You did that. You were like, I, Tracy, I, I can I, no longer be your therapist. We can go get a drink. <laughs> Oh, yeah. No, there yeah. was some time in between, but you were very professional. Yes. Um, and very good at what you do. Oh, thank you. Yes. And that's what, let me tell you why I tell people this. Because people people are starting to talk more about it, more women, more guys are starting to talk about being in therapy. But there's still a lot of people out there who Absolutely. are not into it. I know. And so I just, to me, you don't, for me, you don't want to go home. Or I didn't want to go home and talk to all my friends about it. After a while, they're like, girl, can you change the subject? Like, I have my own problems. Okay. I want to hear yours. Okay. Yeah. And it's really good to have somebody else to talk to who not only is trained, right. but has no bias, Right. right? And can help you work through some of this yeah, stuff absolutely. versus boring. You know, your friends are like, I don't want to be around you no more. That's so, true. you know, so that was a, a huge part of it as well. And I really needed help. I really needed help. So, um, so how did you know that you needed help? Let me just, I know, I don't want to, you know, you know digress uh -huh. from what it is that uh -huh. we're talking about, uh -huh. but how did you know that you needed help? Because you had to admit that you needed help, right. and then your children. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I knew I needed help. Well, I've, I have been in and out of therapy almost all my life. I love having me a therapist on speed dial. Mm. Just like having a friend on speed like, girl, let me tell you, I got to talk to you about something. <laughs> So I think that it's a perfectly normal thing, yes. right? My mother, you know, is dysfunctional as my raising was. My mother was very much into talk therapy and was always very verbal, right? And then we, I went to, when my mom died, um, I went to therapy like a couple of years later and I was like, something's not right with me, right? And I didn't know what it was. And I just thought, oh, I need to go talk to somebody about it. So the thing is, is to find the right therapist. Absolutely. That is so up. important. Please say that again. Yes. Find the right therapist. It is like interviewing. Absolutely. You go have your first session, maybe the second one. And if you jive, then you do. It's the same thing with a life coach. It's the same thing with anything. It's about right? having a synergy yep. and making sure that that person 
fits what it is that mm-hmm. you're looking for. Mm-hmm. And then oftentimes people say, I don't know what to look for. Just how do you feel? How do you feel? How do you feel? And if, cause you're there right. to feel better. You're yes. there to talk and you will have to go through the process of, of, of getting rid of those emotions and dealing with those emotions, but you want to do it in a place that it feels safe. Yeah. You know, and you were very safe. Thank you. you. I love, I love you. I love you so great. <laughs> I just got braces, y'all, so I'm trying not to laugh. Oh, yes. Mm. I wear my retainers every day. Oh, my gosh. You have great teeth. Retainers and I whiten. Crest white strips. They mm-hmm. need to pay me for mm-hmm. advertising. Okay. I know. Crest. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. But so, yeah, so I really wanted, and I did not grow up in the most functional household. Right. So and that's a whole nother can of wax. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So I wanted my children to understand what was going on so that they didn't repeat what happened, because I ended up repeating almost everything my parents did, good and bad. That's a topic. Without even knowing I was doing it. And then later on, I'm like, well, wait a minute. You did that, too. Like my father. I was like, uh. I mean, my life is so parallel to my father's life. It's ridiculous. Talk a little bit about, and thank you for sharing your story, Mm -hmm. right? Because that provided some foundation as to why you saw therapy as a solution, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. To really supporting your boys because Mm -hmm. you saw it coming. And not just that, you saw what you did not want Mm -hmm. to Mm -hmm. happen to your boys because you had experienced Mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. And so talk about just how did you get them from where they were and when did they finally realize what was happening and how did you cope? In addition to the therapy... When the popo came. Okay. <laughs> the popo came. The, when the federale came. So the, there was a lot of knocking on the door. I have a... You have to go watch my TEDx talk, so it's on the uh, Yes, up the book. So it's, it's on there. All of that yeah. is going to be in the notes. Because so, she has... Yeah. I'm so glad that... She is a person to know, a woman up, mm-hmm. and she has been through it and mm-hmm. has some some scars to prove it. But, yeah. <laughs> what? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Come on. <now. laughs> right? But, but all in all... Mm-hmm. What did you do? So the thing is, what was important to me was to unleash two good black men into the world. Right. Having not really experienced them myself. Mm-hmm. And the ones that were good that I experienced, that was so foreign to me, I repelled it. Mm-hmm. So I attracted un- unavailable men. And the or and available men, but the ones who were unavailable were the ones I was most comfortable with because I had never been in a functional, available, uh, emotionally available relationship. So I didn't want my kids to be like that. Okay. Right? I didn't want them to go out there hurting people, mm-hmm. not on purpose. Right? Mm-hmm. I don't think most people who are out here doing dumb sh- shitty yeah. are out here doing it on purpose. It yes. is based on how they were domesticated. Absolutely, right. absolutely. And so, it's like, and they, like and they have bulls. not dealt with it. Right, right. They say, oh, all pit bulls are bad. No, boo boo, they're not. It's the ones who have been sure. trained to be that absolutely. way. So, I didn't want really to unleash these, you know, I wanted to unleash some good men mm. into the world, right? And I have, I, I can honestly say that I have done that. Now, they're still in development. Absolutely. But I want to jump right in, mm-hmm. okay? In addition to the therapy, mm-hmm. 
how were you dealing with all of that? Because, mm-hmm. okay, so you're an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. You're a mother to two amazing boys. Mm-hmm. You had gone through something that was straight out of Lifetime mm-hmm. movie. Mm-hmm. How were you dealing with that? Because how can, because the, the, I often tell my, 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 my clients, my listeners, my mm-hmm. students, I say to them that you have to be emotionally present mm-hmm. and well mm-hmm. in order to pour into someone else's cup. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What you Let me do? tell you how I, when I learned how to connect verbally with my kids, I got that from a t- uh, another parent in one of my kids' schools mm-hmm. through observing okay. these other parents. Okay. It wasn't something that I got from my own life. So my, I would be ready, they had a, a, a science fair mm-hmm. and I was talking to one of the moms and we were da, 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 da. And as soon as her son came over to his project, she stopped talking to me. She got down to his level and she mm-hmm. asked him face to face all these questions. Mm-hmm. They were like, this is like kindergarten. Right. And let him explain everything and da, 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 da. She was so present for him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's what you do. So then Lake, my older son, came over and I got down on him to his look level. At that. And I just mimicked it because I thought, wow, look at that connection she has with her son. Powerful. And I just mimicked that. And from then mm. on, I did that. And I was always in the moment. And I, this is what I tell people. And, and their father had to really teach them this. Okay. And even my current husband. Okay. If you're there and you have to be there, just be there. Okay. Don't be. Sure, I sure. want to go. What time is <laughs> you there? Right. Calm down and realize you're there for a reason. What is the reason? Your kid is at a birthday party. Mm-hmm. They want to eat snacks and, and sure. do whatever they're doing. Facilitate that. Right. Enjoy it. Okay. You know what I mean? Don't always be wanting to, you know, ready to leave. Ready so, to leave. so you're saying you're that you were during that difficult place and mm-hmm. time that you were in that season, I like to call it. Mm-hmm. You made sure that you were present. present. And I, every time something happened, and my, my career suffered because of this, mm-hmm. okay? Because I could not be the president at first when the federale came. Um, and and, and, I, and, I and you do. keep saying the federales. It was, it was a real federal be, Because your husband at the time uh-huh. had a secret life and he was doing right. some things that he shouldn't have been doing. Right. And he and you were totally not in the know. No. You had no idea. No idea. Okay. Just want to make sure so they'll right. come back and say, no. Well, <laughs> no. Uh, do you have some information? No. no I, look, I divorced him quickly because I am not complicit. I ain't nothing to do with that. See? Okay. There you go. Uh, so... The thing is, and he's working on himself now, sure. blah, blah, blah. So I don't want to say whatever. But so, but it's my story, not his story. You know, he can tell his story on some other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so my sure. whole thing is with the boys, every time they came home, okay. I wanted to tell me what your day was. I wanted them to understand how to unwrap their day. Right. How to understand, like, this happened. Okay, well, let's talk about how that made you okay. feel. What okay. did that do? So yes. every single thing I had to be present. Right. So, I had, so the first couple of years after the divorce, I was running like a crazy person because I, I had to make money. Mm-hmm. And I had to keep that coming in because I didn't know. Sure. I, it, it, that that transition hit me unexpectedly. Sure. I was thrust into this. So, okay. So, so for, for I our, had to hire people for that. Right. For our viewers and listeners, mm-hmm. what are the three things that you would say mm-hmm. 
to a parent mm-hmm. that is actually going through a divorce, have been divorced, mm-hmm. right? Still struggling emotionally to mm-hmm. raise mm-hmm. intelligent, emotionally stable children, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. What are the three things and what things that you, like words of wisdom, you could share based mm-hmm. on your own experience, mm-hmm. based on what you've gone through that mm-hmm. you think would support them mm-hmm. in, their, in their journey? Mm-hmm. I would say first and foremost, Understand that they're having their own experience. Okay. And let them talk about it. Okay. Let them be angry. Let them, don't tell them, don't cry. Don't tell them, you know, when you tell boys not to cry, you're basically telling them don't feel. Mm. And I'm like, no, you got to feel this. Absolutely. And we're going to go through it because whenever you stop that mourning process, you're also stopping your own growth. And, and, and it comes out them. later. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you know, if you don't, if you want your son to be good to a woman later, mm. or to himself, let's talk about that. Absolutely. Okay? Then you need to let them go through this process so that they're not uh, trying to medicate it later. Look at that. Okay. They're not doing drinking. They're not womanizing. They ain't hating a woman. Yeah. Okay. So you want them to go out and be good for themselves, which means they'll also be good for the world. That's right? one. Okay. So what's the second one? The other one is because I didn't feel like their father was a good role model, obviously. Uh-huh. Um, and not just because of that, which period, right? Mm-hmm. I made sure I put them into other groups. Okay. Manhood training. Okay. Group, um, at the at a church, um, different sports, different um, science, thing, everything that I thought, and it had a black male leader. Okay. Okay. Or black male leaders, like you know, whatever. So that was huge. I wanted them to see themselves. Okay. In and positive environment. Okay. And then third. Yeah. The third thing okay. is therapy, therapy, therapy. Therapy for everybody. Yeah, and you get a therapist, and you, and you get, get a therapist, therapist. and you. <laughs> I love, love. Look, you speaking my language oh, because that's what that's what you do. Because what does therapy do for a young child? Going through that, mm-hmm. not sure how to feel. Mm-hmm. What does and why do you say therapy? Because not I'm, just a young child, a young male, and then a young black male in America. Oh, where we are always seeing ourselves on TV getting locked up, yes, shot, yes, okay, yes. hearing about statistics. You don't want to be a statistic. There's good statistics too, people. Okay, yes. and you can be a good statistic. Okay. So, and I always, when I address my sons, I always address them as genius, Mm. handsome, Mm. smart, Mm. you know what I mean? Love. Yes. You know, I always address them in words that made them know empower that they were them, yes, yes, yes. which is empower you too. Yeah. Oh, oh yes, yes, connecting. I love, I love, I love. <laughs> so, so well, and I stayed in therapy. I had them in therapy. Sure. You saw them. Yeah, they had the therapist before when I was contemplating divorce before the federal came. Yes. You know, I had them in therapy when we moved to when I got married again. I put them in therapy again. There we go. We go on therapy. We go on trans. There we go. And Even they, for transition. Yes. Absolutely. And so my whole thing is, you know, what do, and I would, I made sure that I talk to them about everything. There we go. 
on their level, PG, R, whatever. You were transparent on their level. Yes, yes, because it's important, you know, because they can feel what's going on. Absolutely. And it's like, well, they don't understand what they're feeling. They're like, something's going on. And you got to tell them. You You have to. to. People think, oh, if I don't say nothing, they don't exist. Oh, they already know. Yeah. Oh, they already know. They (laughs) feel it. Back in the day, no, she just can't, she has the, you know, you can't even say she had cancer back in the day or was pregnant. You know, you can't say that. No, but cats feel it. They know it before. And and the thing is, is oftentimes parents have this misconception that children are in the dark when in fact they know more about the situation. Because when you tell them to go sit down and get out of grown folks' business, they still listening to your business. Absolutely. You call it air hustling. Uh-huh. They they're still hustling. listening. Yeah, they're yes. still listening. And so I'm very proud of my boys. I mean, today when I was getting ready to leave the house, I told my younger son, I said, hey, okay, don't forget to call, watch your phone, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And so I said, well, why are you not saying anything? And he said, well, you're just giving me orders. There's nothing to say. I just said, okay. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, is that how I sound? He said, yeah. And he said, um, and I said, oh, I am so sorry. I love the fact that my children will let me know how they feel about something I'm saying to them. Yes. Right? Because you develop that relationship and that level of and they And it's a safe, they know that I'm not going to be, don't be telling me. Yeah. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yes, I know, yeah, I know. You know. So they are very open, and it's really exciting to see them do that and to help them continue to understand how to articulate I, I their feelings. I am so proud of you. you oh. I am so proud of you, right? Because you didn't know, mm-hmm. but you learned through observation. Mm-hmm. You learned through the, the experiences that you've had growing up. Mm-hmm. You put all of that together and that made for a good formula, right? Like, <laughs> <laughs> let me throw this in there, let me throw uh, this in there. Guru. Yeah, mm-hmm. to really support and yeah. create And you know who made family. me realize and now I'm proud of myself. You were one of those people who said, Tracy, you're doing such a great job. Yes. And I was like, I am? You know? And then you would tell me why. And then my best friend from high school, she would say it. And then when people started telling me, I was like, oh my God. You know? And then I started seeing my children differently. Because I just, they were just my boys. Now yeah. I'm looking at them and somebody who has raised a lot of kids and was a youth minister to hundreds and hundreds of kids. I asked him through it. We were going through a situation. I said, how do you feel about Lake? He says, you know, he's not a good boy. He says, I don't know. He's not a good kid. And then he said, he's a great kid. I know as a parent, girl, because I have a 17 year old. Mm -hmm. He's going to turn 17 actually November 1st. Mm -hmm. And my goodness, Mm -hmm. when you feel that someone gives you a compliment, Mm -hmm. that is the greatest compliment. Especially somebody who knows what they're talking about. Absolutely. (laughs) So let me just say this. Mm What words of wisdom would you, and then let's just do a quick recap. So Mm -hmm. we know the three things, right? Mm -hmm. The first thing is we always want to be present for our children, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We want to get down on their level, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. We want to give them therapy. We Mm -hmm. want to make sure that therapy is something that is given and Mm -hmm. it's available. Normal. It's normal, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And then let me tell you how I told them why they were doing it. Yes. 
don't we go to the doctor right. and we say, mm -hmm. okay, you're taking care of your body. Yes. We also have to take care of our heads. Yes. So it was it was like, hey, we gotta take yes. care of that too. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And always and I put them into things that where they saw themselves. Yes. Other black men doing positive things. So giving them that leadership. Mm -hmm. That leadership. Mm -hmm. And then of course, you know, I can't I know we didn't say it, but mm -hmm. we did say it. We alluded to it. <laughs> taking care of you. Oh. Yes. Taking care of you as a parent. Mm -hmm. It's tough to raise children in the midst of difficulties such as Especially that. Especially when the father is not emotionally, okay. psychologically, yeah. financially <laughs> available. Yes. You know, when you are doing it yourself. You And I'm not a black man. Yes. So I ain't going to try to be one. Right. Absolutely. So let me incorporate some black bruh some into my situation. Leaders, and you know what? Mm -hmm. And that in itself is amazing. Your tribe. Yes, Being your tribe. tribe. Yeah, yeah absolutely. absolutely. Absolutely, your tribe. Mm -hmm. And so with that said, I just want to say, I am so happy <laughs> that I was able, you know, I know you're a busy woman, mm -hmm. um, but you were willing, and I, and I shared it, and I was like, I would love to have you on my podcast mm -hmm. to really provide some insight and input mm -hmm. for those who are currently struggling because sometimes it's we rough. feel if you feel alone you feel oh, alone you my feel, god yes. you feel alone and especially after covid exacerbated loneliness absolutely right? we're still dealing with covid right? absolutely so, yeah. absolutely and but, that was hard taking the boys through covid it was I'm rough sure. I, I can imagine yeah. but you did it i'm yeah. so super proud yes. of you so with that said i want you to know that empower you to podcast is here for you we speak to people who have gone through grief and loss, who have gone through levels of hurt and abandonment. But let me tell you, greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. And so I want you to be empowered for greatness because without greatness, there's no you. And without you, there's no greatness. And here was this, not was, is this great woman who have raised children through <laughs> adversity and they are amazing. Thank amazing. You. Thank you. Oh, I love you. Ah! <laughs> this is great. You're awesome. You're awesome.